An aggravated Florida man shot his gun during a Christmas parade. A Florida man was arrested for refusing to pay for a Waffle House tattoo. Two Florida parents slash scientists are in trouble for keeping their children in cages. A drunk Florida tourist molested a manatee statue and a Florida woman urinated on herself and sang gospel songs during her DUI arrest. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And they are all from the state of Florida because on Friday, I only do weird news from Florida. It's called Florida Friday on Weird AF News and it's amazing. Let's go. A Florida man is arrested for firing gunshots during the neighborhood Christmas parade. And the first shots have been fired in the Christmas War, guys. Whose side are you on? The elves or the reindeers, huh? Grab your gun and pick a side. (laughs) Or just run and take cover behind the baby Jesus. That's what I'm going to do. This story is out of Middleburg, Florida. A Florida man was arrested after he allegedly fired off several shots of his gun during a neighborhood Christmas parade. Why? Well, because he became, quote, agitated at what parade goers were doing. He was just angry at the Christmas joy that was being spread. Someone said happy holidays to him, and he really got triggered. Our Florida man is Douglas Moore, age 43, doesn't like joy, doesn't like sleigh bells, hates mistletoes. He was arrested and charged with six counts of aggravated assault with a firearm, reckless discharge of a firearm, and using a firearm while, you guessed it, under the influence of alcohol. I'm sure if you checked his person, he probably also had some paraphernalia on him. You gotta love this guy, right? now. What are all these people trying to have a fine time about? What? While I'm over here trying to Florida, where's my gun? And a Middleburg, Florida is about 30 miles southwest of Craxonville, excuse me, Jacksonville. Their Christmas parade was going on Saturday evening. Deputies and SWAT team members responded to a location along the parade route after several shots were heard. A little odd to have a nighttime Christmas parade, but okay. Hey, any way you want to mix it up, I'm down. I like a good Christmas parade, right? I love a good gingerbread latte. According to the deputies, Moore, quote, became agitated by the activities generated by parade attendees. What happened? Did someone say gay at the parade? (laughs) This is when uh, Moore discharged a pistol several times. Some of the shots fired were at some of the parade goers, it seems. Alrighty. On the one hand, though, I do empathize with people who have had enough of the Christmas theme. They sort of shove it down our throats rather early in the season. Can't even wait till after Thanksgiving. You're already hearing the Christmas songs the day after Halloween. You're already seeing all the Christmas gear in the stores the day after Halloween. And I know after a couple of weeks of these songs, really, I, I get a little over it. Enough, enough sleighs and reindeers and mommy kissing Santa Claus. Never mind that Mariah Carey song. I can't handle it. A Florida man was arrested for refusing to pay for a Waffle House tattoo. 33-year-old Florida man from Clearwater has been arrested for allegedly refusing to pay $250 for a tattoo of the Waffle House logo. Uh, This is considered theft. Police say that the suspect, identified as Max Alexander Kretschkant, 
of Clearwater and was arrested for refusing to pay for the $250 tattoo that he did receive at the Ink Gods Tattoo Shop in St. Petersburg. Strange choice for a tattoo, Waffle House logo. I'm not sure what you're trying to do with this. Um, and if, if I were you, I would hit up Waffle House to pay for this tattoo. After all, using your body as a billboard, you should get compensation. Max allegedly was under the influence during the tattoo sh- session. No kidding. Allegedly under the influence. Kid, I mean, the guy chose a Waffle House logo tattoo. He had to be under the influence of booze, drugs, syrup, waffles. You know the deal. He opted to get the logo tattooed on his right calf. He did receive the tattoo, but then a dispute arose when the tattoo, approximately five inches wide, was designed in gray and black instead of the actual restaurant's signature yellow and black. Wow, you got a lot of people just acting straight up Florida in this instance here. You got the tattoo studio who's tattooing a guy who's clearly under the influence of something. (laughs) That's a no-no. And not easy. I mean, they bleed. We have a bleeder! (laughs) That's what happens when someone's... Under the influence. And then how do you screw up a very simple Waffle House logo? I mean, it's one of the easiest. I think I could tattoo a Waffle House logo and not screw it up. I know the colors. I've never even been in one of those places. And then you got the Florida man. This is just the dumbest choice of a tattoo. Who is going to enjoy a Waffle House calf tat? Nobody. Now we have the owner, Neil Marcus of ink gods he told the police that max declined to pay the additional 100 dollars to fix the tattoo when it came time to settle the bill max reportedly refused all options to satisfy his debts police responding to the tattoo shop conducted a search of max which yielded only six dollars and a driver's license in his bag the florida man doesn't even have enough money to get the tattoo I mean, shouldn't you shouldn't you have everyone in Florida pay up front for services at this point? I mean, the big win and the big surprise is that he actually had his driver's license on him. Chances are it was revoked, but at least he brought some ID for proof that he was 18 to get the tattoo. Although in Florida, I don't know. Can you get a tattoo at the age of 11? It's probably okay in Florida. Florida scientists have been arrested for keeping their children in cages. It's the sound of science. Boop, 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 science. I don't know what kind of science this is, but (laughs) you have scientists putting children in cages. Maybe they're testing some sort of hypothesis here. Maybe there's some theory. Well, it worked on the rats. Let's try a higher species, shall we? (laughs) We have a couple in Gainesville, Florida, who have been arrested for keeping both of their children ages six and two in makeshift cages. (laughs) Kids, get in your new metal playpen. (laughs) Come on, behave yourself. We have Dustin Huff and Yuri Ji, ages 35, 31. They were arrested on charges of child abuse and child neglect. They were previously employed at the University of Florida. That has been confirmed by the university. One of them worked in plant pathology. The other one was a biological scientist in the horticultural sciences department. 
According to the arrest report, the investigation began after a six-year-old told his teacher that he didn't want to go home because his dad built a cage to lock him inside while his mom worked. Oh, that's so sad. I don't want to go back to the cage. Can I stay here, teacher? I feel safe. Says here, as part of the Department of Children and Families investigation, officers responded to their home and they say they found that the couple kept a six-year-old boy in a cage made out of a wooden bed frame whenever he wasn't at school. Lovely, lovely parents here. Just a bunch of evildoers. Xi and Huff would leave the child alone in the house, turns out. They told the investigators the cage had been in their child's room for a year. Officers found a second makeshift cage in the closet of the master bedroom used for the couple's other child. Both cages had rails and springs that could cause harm to the children if they moved at all inside the cages. Imagine this. These maniacs aren't even denying it. They're like, yeah, we've had the cage for about a year. We're just giving it a try. You know, we're new parents and it's, uh, you know, it's just not easy when you work full time, but you also have to be a parent. So we were just trying a new strategy where you just put them in the cage. We, we, you know, our friends, they put their dogs in these crates when they leave for work. So we're like, hey, maybe this could work for us, you know? And we're scientists. We, it's not like we don't know what we're doing. And look, look at all the equipment we have. I mean, it's not like we're neglecting them. I mean, we, we were testing their blood, taking samples, making sure their heart rate was normal. You, you see the tubes that we were feeding them through? You know, we gave them plenty of nutrients from those tubes. A drunk tourist molests a manatee statue in Florida. This is probably the first Florida Friday story that doesn't lead with a Florida man. Instead, it's a Florida tourist man. <laughs> Florida man is starting to possess the tourists now. I mean, how fast did this guy acclimate to the state of Florida? Are they handing out meth when you arrive at the airport down there? I'm wondering. Probably need to quarantine this entire state, wouldn't you think? I am become Florida man, molester of statues. Now for the details, this is a Pittsburgh man visiting Florida. He was arrested and charged after throwing fried gator bites across a restaurant and then molesting a manatee statue in the parking lot. Deputies were called to Rick's Reef Bar in St. Pete Beach after reports of a very intoxicated man making a disturbance on the property. Anthony Michael Lessa, age 23, had been asked to leave the restaurant after being told he had paid his bill and he became upset at that point. He became physically aggressive with an employee for some reason, started to throw fried alligator nuggets across the dining area before he ran out the door. These, uh, this is a waste of fried alligator nuggets, which sound delicious. I don't understand what he's so upset about. He, he was told he paid his bill. Was he trying to pay twice? That's how you know it's not really a Florida man. He actually paid his bill <laughs> before he ran out says here, once he left the restaurant, he, quote, assaulted the plastic manatee statue located in the parking lot of the restaurant. Wow. Uh, well, maybe this manatee statue reminded him of his ex or something. I don't know. <laughs> How sexy is this manatee statue? I need to see a photo before I judge this sexy manatee. What was it wearing? Does it have an OnlyFans account I could join? Sounds like a good-looking plastic manatee statue. I love how they use the word assaulted. I mean, can you sexually assault an inanimate object? 
I don't know if you can. Can you sexually assault a statue that isn't alive? I guess you can with Florida levels of creativity. <laughs> Would you call it? I've heard of statutory rape. Is this statuary rape? Is that what this is? A whole new category? All right, back to the details. After Lessa sexually assaulted what I assume he probably thought was a sexy mermaid lady for the gram, he ran off the properties towards a nearby hotel where he was apparently staying. At that hotel, he began yelling obscenities at the employees of the hotel who also demanded that he leave, and that's when deputies arrived at the scene. While being arrested, the police asked if he had any booze or drugs on him, to which he replied, Just nuggets. Gator nuggets. Shark bites. <laughs> and in fact, the officers did find in his pockets shark bites, gator bites, whatever they are, nuggets of some sort. <laughs> what is in those nuggets, man? I want to try them nuggets. Finally, our uh, Florida man was booked on a charge of disorderly intoxication and was later released. He has a lawyer representing him, and I'm sure he's being told that it's all good. This is, uh, there's a statute of limitations on this sort of crime, so no need to worry. Oh, no, wait, wait, what are you doing to the statute of limitations? No, don't do that to the statute. A Florida woman sang gospel songs and urinated on herself following a DUI arrest. Authorities have released some information regarding a very dangerous police pursuit that took place in the Florida Keys this week. Florida Highway Patrol troopers arrested 41-year-old Courtney Epps after chasing her speeding vehicle up U.S. Highway 1. According to the report, she was first observed in a gray Chevy Suburban speeding while going north, but not in the northbound lanes. She was driving in the southbound lane, but going north. She ignored troopers as they pursued her with their lights and sirens on. She was on a mission. She was trying to get some of them gator nuggets, I think. Troopers say they tracked her speed between 90 and 120 miles an hour. Imagine driving against the traffic at 120 miles an hour. So she maintained that speed regardless of the oncoming traffic. She... Instead of moving onto the southbound lanes when driving around northbound vehicles, she just kept going. There were two attempts made by deputies to stop her using spike strips. According to the troopers, Epps continued driving on anyway, still traveling at a high rate of speed, eventually approaching hundreds of runners on the northbound shoulder of US-1 who were participating in a half a marathon. Imagine, oh, she's going to drive over all the runners. The tires on Epps' vehicle began falling off as she passed the runners with two of the tires damaging two vehicles that were there to monitor the public. The vehicle eventually crashed into a construction site, and that was where Epps was taken into custody. Says here, after initially agreeing to the field sobriety tests, Epps refused, saying, quote, God the Father told her to stop. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Stop uh, cooperating with the police? <laughs> Is that what God told you to do? Yeah, I'll take the sobriety test. Nope, no, I won't. God said not to. Thank you, Jesus, for uh, keeping me out of jail. <laughs> says, uh, following all of that, uh, she urinated on herself and then began loudly singing gospel songs. And she would alternate between sleeping, talking to herself, and singing gospel songs. Now, the article doesn't detail which gospel songs Epps was singing at the time of her arrest, but I... 
I imagined a few of myself and wrote them down. I'll share with you. I'm, um, I'm going to imagine that she was singing such great gospel hits as uh, Daddy Drank Guinness or uh, Mary Don't You Weep, I Brought White Claw or The Best Is Yet to Come, I Got Fireball. How about He Turned the Water into Wine and I Chugged It. What a friend we have in Bud Light Lime. There is a fountain filled with four loco. He got the whole world in his beer goggles. And how about my favorite, Peas in the Valley. That's a good one. She should have sang, um, Jesus Take the Wheel and Had Him Do It. Yay! Oh, oh, Mary, don't you weep. Don't you weep. I got the white claw. How about that for some traditional gospel for the holidays for you guys? (laughs) Thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Florida Friday. Shout out to everybody who sent me Florida articles the last 48 hours. That was very helpful, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Connie. Connie from Georgia, who uh, sent me a nice email letting me know that she has a there's a christmas gift coming my way from m&ms and she wrote no peanut ones jonesy i want to keep you around for a while so uh looking forward to the arrival of connie's christmas gift which is probably going to be a whole cachet of m&ms which i love very very much who doesn't like m&ms unbelievable m&ms are one of the best candies ever classics been around forever right like 200 300 years i think i think the romans invented m&ms am i right if you guys uh, are interested in sending me some sort of Christmas gift, feel free, feel free, feel, feel, feel free to email me, uh, funnyjones at gmail.com, and I'll give you my location. Or uh, you can support the show by going to weirdafnews.com and either buying Jonesy a coffee or joining the Patreon, which is a fun thing to do. If you join the Patreon, you actually get additional Weird AF content as well that's located within the Patreon. It's like joining a little special Weird AF club, really. Uh, you can also download the Patreon app on your smartphone. Do a search for Weird AF News. If you want to keep track of what I got going on this weekend, shows and whatnot, uh, my Instagram is at Funny Jones, doing a show in Carl's, Carlsbad, which is a little north of San Diego, on Saturday. So that should be fun. If you're down there, please send me a DM and I'll give you the info. Uh, lastly, I hope you're having a, just a, a great weekend. You're probably doing some Christmas shopping. Maybe you're Maybe you're putting up a tree. Check it for owls and other critters. You have to do that. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please consider doing so. Just know up front that this is a weird news podcast, five-day-a-week weird news podcast. And on Friday, we only do weird news from Florida. And I tell a lot of bad jokes. Lastly, good luck with your life, man.